Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Sidetrack Podcast. Sorry for missing a bunch of episodes. Shit kind of hit the fan. But um, today I am not in Joseph's house. I am nice. in a, <laughs> I'm in a sales house because Joseph decided to have last-minute guests. I hope you listen to this. God damn it, Joseph. Um, but yeah, it's just me in the sale today. So we're going to make this episode specifically just talking about us as friends. Us? Yeah. Us. Yeah. <laughs> Like, we're going to uh, talk about the last time we fought. No, I'm just... Hey. Hey, yo. Hey, I thought we were keeping that we private. We kept that on reps, all right? We don't talk about that. Yeah, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but, um, yeah, we're just going to talk about the two of us because we have no one else here. Uh, Dominic is supposed to show up a little later today. We have no idea if he actually is, but we will find out later on down the line. So, Asael, go ahead and introduce yourself. Yes, sir. <laughs> That's a uh, terrible introduction. I'm going to stop recording. No, nah, <laughs> um, nah, like, all right. So, like, it's, my name's weird, right? So, like, technically, so when I was born, my parents bestowed upon me the name Asael, but, like, that's in Spanish, right? So, like, half the human population can't pronounce it. So, like, what, Asael? Asael. That's not hard. It isn't. You would think so. You would really think so. But, like, then, right? So, like, Came the time that I had to go to public school, right? So I'm in kindergarten. Oh, no. And, bro, my teacher's, like, right? I knew she couldn't pronounce it. Just, like, from the way she talked. And, like, bro, she was, like, Casper the Ghost, right? So, like, she was, like, white. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, like, bro, I'll have to change it up. So on the spot, I think of the name was Cell. And I'm, like, I tell her, I'm, like, my name is Cell. And right when I come up with that, I said off the spot, I'm, like, damn, I'm going to regret this. And so... For the rest of my life, it will be like a cell, a seal. I don't know. My my eighth grade teacher called me asshole, so I don't know. I don't know if that was ironic or not. But like, yeah, that that's that's my name. So my name is a cell. One time, cause like, I'm gonna be attending to join the Marines and like attending to be joining a, the Marines. Attempting, it's gonna be attempting. Yeah, you're a Marine, all it's right? It's a side quest, dog. <laughs> but like, bro, one of the so I was um. It was like in a in a physical training thing, and one of the girls calls me Muhammad. So like, I guess I'm Muhammad now. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, is that is that the Adam? Yeah. No. So like, Adam mentioned that that Adam called him a girl. No, 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 no. Adam mentioned it because he was there. Oh. But like, okay. this girl called me Muhammad, and now bro, everybody calls me Muhammad. <laughs> That's funny, bro. There are people who genuinely think my name's Muhammad. That's funny. And like at work. People like there was this one lady who told me she thought I was Indian, so like, so I'm that's like, kind of racist, dog. <laughs> that's that's getting a little racy there. Yeah, I'm like, bro, that's a little. I'm going down bad now. <laughs> but um, yeah, let's talk. Let's talk about when was the first time I we met in um in animation. Yeah, so let's so- talk about that. Sophomore year, dog. Sophomore year. Yeah. Let's talk about it. I mean. It's eventful. Half of the things we can't talk about. Well, yeah, that's a, because it's pretty, it's pretty, um, it's pretty rated R. Um, but yeah. uh, I mean, animation we can talk class. about some of the stuff. I mean, I mean, animation class, we would just like fuck around. Though. Yeah, we wouldn't get work done. Like I remember one time we, I turned in an assignment like a month late. <laughs> and, uh, the, he didn't I, give a fuck. Our teacher, Mr. Carrizo, bro, he was such. I, bro, he was so chill. He was a Chad. Bro, like, he let you turn in an assignment, like, two months late. I remember I didn't even do, like, the end-of-the-year assignments. And he still passed me for them. Yeah, that's funny. 
But, so um, like he's a real OG. You know? Yeah, he's he's good. Um, we all miss him. He was a great teacher. Not not even just in the regards that he kind of just let us go yeah. with a lot of things, but he also just helped us a lot with a lot of things. I mean, yeah, you do learn stuff along the way. I know? forget. I I don't remember any of it. I I, I mean, I kind of learned a little bit about animation i had him for film production so i learned more about that yeah i i should have taken that class because you know now i'm into like i'm trying to make a star wars fan film so i probably it probably would have helped to have that knowledge yeah but um now i'm just kind of working off of what i've got in my head which isn't you know it's gonna be like an amateur youtube video <laughs> yeah basically that's pretty <laughs> that's, that's pretty much what we're working with so far i mean we're you know that's our budget too we're our budget is literally four hundred dollars <laughs> I, mean, I mean it's better than nothing you know <laughs> yeah I mean that's just so far, but you know, it's what we're going with right now, and um, it's it's fun. It's fun to record it. I mean, the choreography is really fun. Yeah. Like doing the saber fights, that is fun. Yeah, facts. But um, in terms of like other animation stories, we have like, our, do you remember that time where we had that Nerf gun? Yeah, we were with, in the bag. Oh my <laughs> god! So he had props back there for the um, film production class, right? Yeah, yeah, he did. So he, he had over. like he had um like a shield. He had like a little like plastic sword, I think. We never yeah, touched that. Yeah, he though. had he had masks like hella masks. Yeah, he had too. masks like you know like the real ones that you would use in like an actual movie, and you just yeah. add VFX over it. And then um, he also had a Nerf gun that was working, and we didn't have the bullets, so we just kept pretending to shoot our friend Eric with it. Yeah, bro, that thing had mad noise. Like, it was you, so old. When you pulled the trigger, you could hear it from like outside the room. Yeah, and this man's still sleeping. Like he can't even wake no, up. No, the mother, he recorded or I recorded the video, and then I just see <laughs> you fucking dancing in the background with the gun, <laughs> and then you stop moving, point it at his ear, pull the trigger, and start dancing again. <laughs> he just doesn't budge at all. He, he, he didn't move. At that point, I thought he stopped breathing. I was like, "Bro, are you okay?" And he's like, "Uh." I just killed him with the force of the nerf gun. <laughs> he broke the sound barrier, therefore his brain stopped working. I'm surprised they even have a nerf gun in there, you know? Like, it's a public school. Well, I mean... They, they make like they make excuses for, like, a bunch of stuff like that. Yeah. So you bring, like, a, a, a squirty gun in there? <laughs> they'll get mad at you for that. That's the Yeah, thing. like, they'll get mad at you for bringing, like, a... I don't know what the, What do you call, like, a squirty gun? Water guns. gun. Water guns, yeah. Squirty gun. <laughs> <laughs> he called it a squirty gun. Oh dear! Like I'm getting enough sleep. Right? <laughs> yeah, I can fucking tell. <laughs> but um, what was I gonna say? Um, yeah, they're, they're getting a lot more strict here, especially with like gun laws. Like um, I've noticed that. I mean, we're a blue state, so yeah. obviously we're gonna be a less, a little less, you know, lenient with that kind of stuff already. But yeah. we had um this Sandy Hook shooting, so I think yeah. that has a lot to do with it. But um, yeah, they don't even sell BB guns anymore. They don't? No. No. Not in Connecticut at all. Really? Yeah. You have to like, buy them online or what? Yeah. Damn. I, I would know this because I was going to buy a BB gun to go Plinko shooting with my friend. Mm -hmm. And then um, when I went to the store, I was like, do you guys sell BB guns anymore? And they went, no. And I'm just like, that's... Oh, wait. What store did you go to? Dick's. I went to Dick's and then I went to another Dick's or I went to Walmart mm -hmm. and they, they were out too. Like, Oh, yeah. Walmart's not selling anything anymore. No. And it's not even that. It's just like Walmart had no stock. Like oh, they, they had, didn't have stock. They had. They still sell them. Yeah, oh, they still okay. sell them. But there was like yeah. low-powered ones that you could, you wouldn't be able to even hear it when you hit the target type thing, because oh. it's a metal target. But like, it's going so slow that at this point it's dipping, losing velocity, and you wouldn't hear it. Yeah. But um, yeah, I was pretty pissed about that, so I have to order it online now, and um, it's a pretty, it's a, it's a nice gun, but like, it's um, it's not very, you know, 
fancy because I'm broke. Yeah. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's nice. Target, dog. Bro, I about fifteen dollars an hour. Fifteen dollars an hour, but they give me ass hours. Wait, what's your hours like? Well, I mean, it's not consistent. Oh, right, I forgot. It changes every week, bro. Damn. That's the most annoying part about it is that I got to use that stupid ass app. Oh, you learn it? Yeah, I they never. It. They, t- they never taught me. <laughs> they no, they didn't teach me. I just kind of figured it out. Oh, right. I was just like, bet, let me figure this shit out, and then I eventually did it. I mean, see, Target didn't even tell me about it. Like, what the app? Yeah, because like, because I like I'd be working at Primark, right? They yeah. just tell you. They're like, oh yeah, this exists. Go figure it out. But like, it's not hard to learn it. Like mine is just like four different columns. Yeah. So. I mean, for you, Primark is better for you because you like that better. Because it's easy. It's easier. For I could you. just like zone out and do nothing. <laughs> well, not do nothing. But I could just zone out and like because everything I know yeah, is tread like carefully, memory. dog. <laughs> what? Tread carefully, dog. <laughs> <laughs> you just got that job back. I'll get fired. <laughs> no, I'm gonna be unemployed. I just be like zoning out, like because everything I do is muscle memory at this point. Yeah. Um. And like the they placed me in a new department because I used to be in men's, but now I'm in like shoes. What the so fuck? like, yeah, I, I get to like pretty much like my, my manager, he pretty much is like, um, I have a lot of freedom with what I do so I could like make moves as long as it like makes sense. So I can't put like flip flops with like high heels and stuff like, you know, just that type of stuff. But for the most part, you can do what, what you need to get done. You know, you're not restricted by, you know, what they, what higher up say or whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's pretty, pretty much, it's, it's kind of the same at Target. It's just, it, it's a little bit, at least for me, because I'm on yeah. register. So it's not as bad for me, cause like, I mean, you said when they when they had you on um, what was it, clothes? Yeah. They they would always find something for you to do. Meanwhile, on registers, they can't come up to you and tell you to do something because you're waiting on customers. I mean, to be fair, like I hear a lot of people say Primark boring. It is. I, I got bored. Like, like I get it, you know. Like I feel bad for like a lot of the new people, cause like you just be folding clothes and stuff, and I'm yeah. like, yeah, bro, I hated that when I was there. Good catch. Um, I hate folding clothes, like, cause you know, like I like doing something extra you know i don't like just being there not really contributing much yeah okay so now we got to um we got to do the hot topic what you i don't know if you've listened to the whole podcast but we have a segment on the podcast called the hot topic yo like like that story yeah but don't mention it bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, here's the thing i was about to yo i was about to go off <laughs> no no here's the thing we can't talk about that because if we talk about oh, it yeah. too much it's a it's a no, big no no yeah <laughs> So we gotta mention it once per podcast and then just end it there. But oh, okay, um, okay, wait, wait. but uh, let me just go back to my notes here. Uh, let's see. So let's talk about something that's kind of like um, it's hot in the news right now. Oh, you sound like you sound like school news. Hot and it's with the trend. It's with the kids. <laughs> it's with the trend in it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it's uh, Conor McGregor. Did you see the fight? Oh, I, I just saw the clip where he <laughs> he broke his shin. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so I don't know if you guys remember, but from the first episode, I'm a martial artist. So watching this fight, I was very angry. Okay, yeah, yeah. it wasn't not only because that Connor broke his shin, but also because he probably didn't have the proper preparation. Because that doesn't just happen. I mean, he still talked his smack when he got down, so I respect that. No, but here's the thing: he was. This is where people kind of are divided here. <clears throat> Dustin Poirier won that round. But the reason he won that round is because Connor made a stupid mistake. He went for the guillotine. You know what a guillotine is? No. So, okay. <laughs> so, I am very unqualified for this conversation. Well, no, I'll just explain it. No, I, most of the viewers probably have no idea either. So, right. um, wait, did you just wait? 
Wait, is it called guillotine or is it guillotine? It's both. You can okay. say either okay, one. Okay, okay, okay. Some okay, people just... say guillotine. Some people say guillotine. That's just because I, I learned that because of school. Like, uh, yeah. King Henry the Eighth. you know? He yeah, was, yeah. like, beheading his wives and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, yeah. All right, so a guillotine basically is a submission where somebody's head is down here, right? And you're, yeah. like, just to be explain it for the guys that are listening, it's underneath your armpit right next to your rib cage. And what you do is you take that arm that's closest to their head, you put it underneath their chin, you lock your hands, and then you grab guard like this and stretch them out. Okay. Yeah, it, it, it'd probably be hard to imagine that, but it's like like choking someone. It's basically – no, it's really not because, you, oh, like, okay. the way it works is that it's not a, it's not a traditional choke because you can still breathe. <clears throat> it's a blood choke. So the way that it works is that, you know, the arteries that are on both sides of your neck, they get cut off. So that blood just kind of shuts yeah. off in the brain. And it take, that's why they use blood chokes rather than normal chokes, because a normal choke, it'll take around 10 seconds to put you to sleep. But a blood choke takes around three, especially uh, if you have it tight. If yeah. you have a tight blood choke, they'll go out in three seconds. I mean, seconds. yeah, because you need, like, oxygen in your blood. So. <laughs> you, need, <laughs> you need oxygenated blood to your brain. That's what you need. And, um, yeah, Connor shot for a guillotine. And instead of keeping it standing like he should have so that he could create separation and keep the fight on the feet, he jumped guard. And jumping guard means when you have it like this, he jumped onto his back and wrapped his legs around Dustin Poirier's back to try to secure the submission. And that was very ill-advised. And the reason being is because Dustin Poirier is a Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt, for one. And he's a much more experienced grappler than Conor McGregor is. Mm -hmm. So he should not have done that. He should have kept it on the feet. And if he had done that, he could have created separation and maybe won the rest of that round. But he made that mistake. And a lot of people were talking about that because that was the only reason that the round started going the other way. Yeah. Connor was sort of winning. And then he, he got tagged in the first round on the feet. Don't get me wrong. He got tagged, but he wasn't necessarily hurt. I think he was just surprised by the shot landing. And then Connor was landing some really good shots. There was one shot that during the fight that Connor um, was throwing the left hand as Dustin was ducking. And as he was coming back up, his left hand followed his head and clipped him right on the chin and there's like a picture that i saw of just dustin poirier's chin just <laughs> Yo. yeah it's just Yo. moved out of place it was so perfectly placed that shot and i'm just like damn the yeah. accuracy that's crazy like it looked like it didn't land in real time but then you saw dustin poirier start backing up i'm like oh shit that landed yeah no nah, yeah they're like dude those are crazy though yeah like, you would just assume it was nothing but then like this man's hurting yeah exactly and um, let's talk about the shin break. So I don't know if you guys know, but the bone in your in your lower leg, the tibula and fibula, they're very hard to break, first of all. But Connor's snapped like really weirdly, like when yeah, you watch no, the fight. It, yeah. It wasn't like it snapped after the punch, right? So you yeah. saw the punch. <clears throat> or no, it wasn't after the punch. It was after he threw a teep kick, which is a, a front kick to the stomach. Mm-hmm. Remember that where he yeah, yeah, his leg yeah. up and he okay so he yeah. threw that front kick, and people are thinking that his shin might have hit Dustin's elbow, and that's why it snapped. I don't think that's why. Personally, mm-hmm. I think it's because Connor in his preparation was training a lot of kicks, right? And he was kicking hard, and when you kick hard, you create micro fractures on your shin. This is how you condition your shins too, because you need hard shins to compete in martial arts because yeah. you don't want them to snap like his did. And what I think happened is that the training that he did created microfractures on his shin, yeah. and he didn't give himself the proper time to heal. So his shin snapped. 
I would probably just gonna say it's a little bit of both. It could to be. be fair, because like I mean, I mean, an elbow, you know, like that might hurt. It it no, would. That, it, that would hurt. But in in terms of like like direct landing, it wasn't like a direct hit. It like kind of just bounced off. Yeah, yeah, no, like it was probably just enough, you know, to like make it. Yeah. Snap like that's that. what I I mean. It <laughs> does make sense like that, but I just personally think it's like it was the con- the conditioning that there was an error in. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Because I mean, this has happened before to Connor too. Like it hasn't not the shin snapping, but what has happened to him is that he's been in fights where he's kicked people in the legs a lot. Yeah. And he's had to walk out on crutches. After kicking people. And it's not because of, like, him being, like, weak or anything. It's just because he's not conditioning himself the proper way. Yeah. And it's not – it's it's alarming. So, um, in terms of, like, what we know happened in the fight, do you think that Connor was in control of the fight? Or do you think that Dustin Poirier was going to rally? I mean, to be fair, I literally just saw the Instagram post. <laughs> okay. So, like, I don't know much about the fight, but, like, here, let me um. Yeah, pull pull it up. Let, let's pull it up. Okay. Let, let let's see let's see this in action. You guys can watch this in real time if you guys want to. So let me just pull it up. Uh, yeah. Dustin Poirier <clears throat> versus Conor McGregor three. Nah, man. I knew like I knew that the fight was happening. I, I think I was at work at the time. What time yeah. did it air? It aired at like one in the morning. So you definitely weren't. Oh no, I wasn't at work. I was not where I was sleeping or playing Apex. I don't know. <laughs> but um, yeah. So this fight was uh, it was an interesting fight because um, for one. Connor was like talking a lot of shit, and for one, I like, mean, he was still talking smack after he got down. Yeah, but here's the thing: I don't know why he was talking like that. Every time he's done that, he's lost, or, or it's not every time. The one time he did win, it was when it was against Nate Diaz in 2016. Yeah. But he hasn't won when he talks like that because it doesn't feel genuine. Like I don't know if you saw the press conferences, yeah. but it doesn't feel genuine when he's doing it. It, do, it doesn't feel natural. But it's probably yeah. just like for show. Yeah, or something. Okay. So, I'm going to bring this closer here. This is Dustin Poirier walking out. Let me fast forward. Okay. Oh, shit. Okay, so this is the beginning of the fight. This is like a, um, a version of it that's like cut and shit so that it yeah. like doesn't violate the copyright. But um, So, Connor just landed two kicks right there. He landed another body kick. He landed a left hand. Another kick. Well, that wasn't landed. That was that hit him in the forearm. Oh. And then um, Poirier caught a kick from Connor and started pushing him back. Connor hit him with another spinning kick. Damn. Dustin kicked him in the leg. Poirier missed a shot. That was the shot that landed right there. Oh yeah, because I thought that missed. Look, yeah. See how he slipped on the outside and caught Connor right there. That's that was the punch that everybody was losing their mind about. But I don't think he was that badly hurt. And then he goes for a clinch, which was ill-advised. And this is where he made the mistake, right here. He shoots for a guillotine, and then he pulls guard. He shouldn't have done that. Because look at Dustin Poirier. See how he's putting himself up like that? Yeah. That's giving himself more room to breathe and get oxygen to his head. So he's not – the guillotine was completely ineffective at that point. And then Poirier lands some ground and pound. But none of them were really, like – significant shots yeah, yeah. they were just kind of you know those were significant though because the top of the head is a really soft spot in terms of when you hit the elbow yeah, yeah, yeah. dustin did win this round though just to just to clarify for everybody who's listening dustin did win this round okay let me fast forward a little bit and then we'll go to 
the end of the fight. See that teep right there? That's where everyone says it broke. Right there. Oh, wait. Go back. Ooh. Here it comes. Right there. See that? See how it hit his elbow? Yeah. That's where everyone said it broke. And in real time, I thought Poirier rocked him here. I yeah. thought he got hurt. But at the end of the day, he just broke his shin. Yeah. And that was really That was a quick one, too. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It only lasted one round. <clears throat> yeah. But, um, no, yeah. that's, yeah, I was, when I heard it only lasted around, I was like, damn. Like, yeah, it, that was just, that's just unfortunate, man. It's, it's unfortunate that that <clears throat> happened. But at the same time, what can you do? It's combat yeah. sports. Like, I mean, Connor is going to be mad about that loss regardless. But, you know. I mean, I don't think Poirier really deserved a win there because, you know, it was an accident. I mean, he kind of lucked out. It was a freak accident. Yeah. But um, do you think they're going to do that again? Talking about, like, with the same two? Yeah. Because they fought three like, times. They fought three times. And they're two and one. Technically, if you count that victory, it's yeah, two and one. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking about McGregor, though, like his – Oh, he's not. He's not going to be fighting for at least a year. He's out. Yeah, yeah. But like, so what? What are you asking specifically? Are you asking about like? Do you think McGregor and Poirier are going to fight again? Yeah, yeah. So like, what I meant by McGregor is like, I feel like they would. Yeah, yeah, I think they would. I'm like, I was like, how soon it would happen? But like, I mean, the fact not that it'll so, be a year, not very it, soon at all. It'll yeah, it'll probably be like a while from now. Yeah, but not too far. This off. is where it gets confusing though, because Dustin Poirier is in the title picture now for lightweight. Yeah, and he's he now is in line to fight Charles Oliveira, who is the UFC lightweight champion. Yeah. So, the problem is, is that do you have Connor fight Dustin as soon as he comes back for the title, or do you have him mm. fight a few people and then? I feel work like his way I up? think he'd fight a few people and work his way back. See, up. that's what you would think, but this yeah. is Conor McGregor. Yeah, no, no, that's why that, like, again, it always comes back to, but it's McGregor. Like, a normal put person would do that, but I mean, he's Irish, so, you know. Well, it's not even, it's, he's the biggest draw in the sport. <laughs> he's Irish. Well, <laughs> it's not like he's lucky. He just draws a lot of eyes to the sport. That's crazy. I forgot Irish people are supposed to be lucky. <laughs> like, the four league clover. I literally forgot that. Jesus. All right, well, um, that's that hot take out of the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what else? What else? Um, tell me about Primark coming back to Primark. What was it like? Because I, I know you were there for a while, and then you left for Target, and then you decided, nah, fuck Target, and went back to Primark. So what? Like, just talk about why you did that, and then talk about what the experience changing back was like. All right. So this is about like changing jobs and stuff, pretty much. But like, it's it's kind of like, um. So when I started out. At Primark, right? Cause like I, I this ain't gonna be no like advertisement, right? Hell no, I ain't no, I'm I'm not a shill. So like, I'm gonna say how it is. Like Primark, right? I must say like multiple complaints that different people had. Pretty much a lot of people were just telling me like, it it, it very much felt like school. And I'm not gonna lie, kind of did when I started out. Like, you know, they they hire a lot of like younger people, so like around sixteen. And the thing is, you know, people are like, oh, there's nothing, you know crazy about that you know people at 16 be working nowadays but the thing with primark is they'll mass hire at that age and so like you know there's this um policy they have where they're like you know you can't or for the most part you know there are exceptions and stuff but we like, got seven minutes yeah. left by the way just waiting up oh we're, we're so like you can't have your phone out and right I, I don't really care about that to be fair like i don't even be using my phone when i work 
But, you know, for, like, safety reasons, emergencies and whatnot, you know, like, yeah, it's important. But there comes a point that they're so used to taking care of these 16-year-olds, right, that, like, you know, you, you get to the older people who are a little bit older, you know, they're, in, they're entering their adulthood. Or even, like, adults in general. Like, I know people who are, like, you know, like, pretty, pretty, like, they're, they're a good, like, maturity level. They're like, in their 20s. There was a few Not people. even. They're, like, middle-aged, you know, like, 30, 40s and stuff. Oh, okay. And, like, you know, they, they've earned their respect and stuff. And that's why, you know, um, a lot of them are like, yeah, and, like, this doesn't feel like they respect them. They still treat them like kids. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I agree with that 100%. Because, like, a lot of leaving prime work was that there's a lot of stuff that, like, you know, it's just not it, dog. Like, elaborate. There are some jobs where you're just standing there and you're like, why am I here for? Like, what am I here for? Like, like um, I'm going to say like a lot, so y'all better get used to it. But yeah, we got three episodes of this yeah. fucker. <laughs> yeah, you're all gonna hate me. <laughs> no, um, I feel like a lot of people will recognize that feeling. We're like, why am I here? You know, just like, what am I doing here? Because I used to work, and I'm like, you know, folding clothes doesn't feel like much of a difference. Now you could you can make the store look pretty all you want, but. At the end of the day, what real difference are you making? Like, that that in, in it of itself isn't much of a problem because you're still getting paid. Yeah. But it's very repetitive. And so, you know, I wanted to, you know, do at least something else because I hate folding clothes. But other people, like, I don't know. So, I don't know how you like that. I don't like folding clothes. I don't like folding clothes at all. That's, that's just stupid. <laughs> and so, I mean, you know, they got me doing other stuff now, you know. But I went to Target mainly on the basis that, like, I wanted to do stuff with tech. That was legit my goal. I wanted to do stuff with electronics and whatnot. And also, you know, I, I thought it was a more, you know, like, you have more um, leeway. Is it leeway? Like, yeah. what you do and stuff. So, they're lenient. You know, yeah. So, I leave um, Primark, go to Target. And it's chill. I'm not even going to lie. It's, it's pretty chill. Um you know, uh, they had me work on the registers, and the registers, for the most part, they're was, fun. Yeah, it was the best part. My the best experience was the registers. It just I have experience with registers, but also like, it was just fun. Like I had people like talking to me about like asking me questions. Like, um, there was one that was like, oh, you know how you have to like see if the the money's counterfeit. They're like, what if it's counterfeit? What are you guys doing? I'm like, I don't know. It's my first day, and people were like, oh yeah, it's like you know, it seems like you've been working here forever. So, I yeah. mean, I feel like if they transitioned me into cashiers, I would have pretty, been pretty solid. But I was only on cashier for, for two days. And after that, you should have asked to be moved, man. They move people in, like, six months. No, like, they, they were, like, at least for me, I said that if, if I were to ask to move jobs, like, move places, they said, yeah, sure. I mean, maybe for cashier, though. Because cashier is, like, I don't know. Because it seems like they have a lot I, of people on clothes. I Yeah, no, I, I asked them, and they, they told me... That if I wanted to switch department from clothes to, like, tech, I'd have to wait, like, six months. That's fucking That's dumb. what they told me. And so they, they told me I could get cross-trained. But, I mean, when you get cross-trained, you're not in the department you want to be in. They're probably just being closed all the time anyways. Yeah, I got cross-trained because I, I my job description was front of store and card attendant. And oh, wait, card wait. attendant I hate. But, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, no, it looks like that. That shit like sucks that. because everybody will just leave carts fucking everywhere. Yeah. But um, that's the most annoying part about that job, and it's it's just frustrating to do because no, like, yeah, I mean, like I'll be on register and I'll have like a line of customers, and then they'll come up to you, 
they'll turn off your light and be like hey we need you on carts i'm like (laughs) yeah like not target was cool like when i was put in clothes it it wasn't it because the thing that i dreaded at primark was folding clothes and here it's all you do all you do all day is folding clothes and occasionally like there's a point where i'd have to go back into like the stock room and do stuff their stock room is really unorganized Mm. i don't like it what target yeah oh yeah it's pretty bad it's so unorganized so i'm going into clothes Bro, they're 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 freaking. I don't know if they call them bins or they call them like aisles or whatever in the stock room. Yeah, they're huge. Like you've yeah, seen them, huge. right? They're huge, and you have to like use this like thing to crank rotate. Ladder. Yeah, the, the freaking crank or whatever to ro- like to open that shit up. And so like, bro, I I just couldn't. It was so unorganized. So I never wanted to see that stock room again. I'm just used to like simple, you know, simplistic stuff. Also, yeah, because Primark's is so small comparative. Oh yeah, it's small. It's Primark's. It's like a baby, you know. Yeah. Um, but like the they they have you have I everybody has like a um they have a radio on you and they have um a phone. They I would get calls on my phone on your my device. Yeah, on the, they call it my device, right? Like, yeah, yeah. They, I get calls on it. I would answer it, and I'd be like, "Hello, why?" They, because you're supposed to answer. It. Oh, yeah. When you're on the floor, you're they supposed didn't tell to, me that. Yeah, I didn't know. I just answered it, but you're supposed to. And I just answered it. I got like, like 40 seconds, so I'll, I'll wrap it up. But yeah. I just answered it. She's like, you got this book in stock? And I'm like, I don't know. What's the book name? And she's like, hello, hello? Bro, my phone was not working. That mic was not working. And I'm just screaming in the middle of the room, like, hello? And people like around me just looking at me. And I'm like, I just hung it up and I left. <laughs> <laughs> I just walked into a corner. I'm like, what the hell, dog? All right. Well, that's going to wrap up this episode. Um, we're going to probably leave off with the same topic again. Just because, why not? Keep it continuous. But, um, yeah. yeah. Thanks for listening, you guys. Um, yeah, peace. Say something. Bye. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>